0: show you some gratitude if you let him ruin your mood everybody knew about it from to bat and the crazy cousin of mr
1: on- welcome to the third annual undie awards the award show that time magazine called the worst thing to happen
0: in 2020 please welcome your host sack Jelby and David dart welcome back ladies and gentlemen yes the third annual undie awards uh full disclosure we uh this is our second time recording the third annual undie awards uh because in the interest of fairness the first time we recorded I forgot to record it through the microphone uh, much to the dismay of the audience who had paid premium dollars for our very limited capacity uh, attendance uh, but David, what we have done of course as you've heard is we allowed people back in the building and uh, and what did it cost them
1: uh cost them basically the same.
0: Exactly. Full price, same time as before. And if you don't like it, well, that's capitalism for you. And you can't do Look, anything about a, it.
1: This is a union house. Yes,
0: that's right. It. And you know what? If you don't like paying $2,800 to get into the undy Awards, well, then, you know, that's not my problem.
1: Uh, so, Do you know how much it took to, for us to buy out the contract of the person who was supposed to perform the night? Yes. Just so we could do this. For you people?
0: Yeah, we have a party afterwards that we're not even really supposed to have. But it's for you people. I'm risking my reputation for you people. So, you know, get get on your game, everybody. Anyway, this is supposed to be a positive uplifting show uh, as much as it can be in a year that has been anything but positive and uplifting. If, you, if you've listened before, you know the drill. If you don't, we nominate people and we give people awards for various categories. Uh, David, should we waste any more time? Absolutely not. Good. We will start with a classic uh, m- m- man of the year, uh, a patent underemployed undie category. Good nominees this year. Uh, I think one of the first that comes to mind who was a breakout star this year was Dr. Anthony Fauci. Of course, he came to fame as being the kind of the voice of the coronavirus, you know, protection and guidelines and all this. Many people would give him man of the year, but, uh, David, you were saying this the last time we recorded. There's a f- couple problems. One is, and you said this, he's he's kind of a dork. There's some dorks
1: in this house. There's some dorks in this house. There's some dorks in this house. I mean, he's a dork for all the right reasons. Absolutely. But... Uh, Fauci has top five worst opening pitches that have ever happened.
0: That was my primary reason. We're talking
1: Carl Lewis bad.
0: We're talking 50 Cent bad. We're talking uh, Roseanne Barr bad. It's bad. And so, my primary reason...
1: But, but I'm not mad about
0: it. It's not like John Wall bad. Yes, because John Wall played baseball.
1: John, you have no excuse. You're a professional athlete. Figure it out.
0: And John Wall played, again, John Wall played baseball, if not in high school, on like a... a...
1: Look... He's thrown passes he's thrown passes like that with a basketball. Right. I'm sure he can figure it out. Yes.
0: Um but Dr. Fauci, I'm sorry, you can't throw a first pitch that bad and expect it to be awarded for it. And as But it's excused,
1: like I said. It's right. excused. Yeah. He's in his 80s. Yeah. We need him to be a dork.
0: Yes, that's true. Yeah. We don't we need <laughs>
1: him we need him focused on the important things. Yeah, we don't
0: need him deadlifting. We need him just, you know, kind of <laughs>
1: We don't need him deadlifting or throwing a t- or throwing a split seam. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It's fine, it's that's your wheelhouse, that's
0: okay. I would be actually pretty impressive if uh, Fauci threw a split finger fastball, but you know, that's not that's unfortunately.
1: Did you ever see the video of Colin Kaepernick throwing out a first pitch? It was
0: like, yeah, for the Giants, it was like 87
1: 86 on the gun,
0: yeah, it was like because he pitched in high school or something. And it was like, whoa, that's he, was
1: recruited to, he was recruited to pitch in college, yeah. I
0: remember when it happened, I was like, oh damn, 80s, 86 87 on the gun is whoa, oh, there some yeah, old timer. <laughs> Um, but unfortunately, Doctor Fauci, a a good nominee, but you will not, unfortunately, win Man of the Year. Um, playing the political game, you can argue again. It's like Time Magazine. We're not saying good or bad, but Joe Biden and Donald Trump both certainly could be nominated. They
1: have they have to be. You can't ignore you can't ignore the seventy year old elephants in the room.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's one way of putting it. And of course, in the spirit of twenty twenty. Um, Joe Exotic, a nominee for Man of the Year. uh, Rose, overnight celebrity, in the words of Twister and uh, Twista. Celebrity overnight. Celebrity overnight, yes. And also shout out to uh, Wellen, that was the name of his episode. But um, the
1: Wellen has merch available, by the
0: way. Yes, uh, we recommend you go buy it and go support that man. For a, he supports us, and b, uh, we like him a lot. He's a good man, and. I would say he could be nominated for Man of the Year, but he wasn't on our podcast this year. He was on our podcast last year, so no uh Well, sorry. And uh, the winner of Man of the Year is someone who I hold near and dear to my heart. Uh, I don't have anything of him hanging up right now. But LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers, who, as we record this... Up with him yet. No, I do have a actually framed photo of him at uh, the Paul church house that I need to hang up at some point. But as we're recording this in about 30 hours, the... Uh, and the Lakers season will start again because God, it only just ended, but here we go again. Oh shit, here we go again. It's LeBron James who helped lead the Lakers back to the promised land after a decade of Nick Young and mediocrity. Self-inflicted. I'm not disagreeing that it's self-inflicted. It hurts nonetheless. Um, you know, the they want them. They want. I'm fully the,
1: expecting it to happen with the Capitals. Once Backstrom and Ovechkin retire,
0: yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's... I'm fully,
1: exp- I'm fully mentally preparing for you know seven or eight years of just sort of like almost there. You'll be able to afford tickets again. That'll be nice.
0: Hide the money, y'all. There's poor people around
1: <laughs> with your broke ass.
0: But yes, LeBron also uh, kept his school going. He, as I think we mentioned on the first recording, he really got. The vote, you know, he had a lot of get-out. He was one
1: of the big push. He was one of the big drivers to help get uh, NBA arenas set up as uh, polling places, which is huge Mm -hmm. because you think about like if you do it effectively, you can have four banks of polling places. On each sort of side of the building, yeah, and, and I, I could cover four neighborhoods.
0: And I really admire that about LeBron. And again, his twenty nineteen wasn't great because he was recovering from his groin injury in twenty eighteen, and he had the China debacle, which, as David pointed out, uh, wasn't just a bad look for LeBron; it was a bad look for.
1: The- no but also not even just a bad look for the NBA. The 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 China thing was a bad look for the United States. Yeah, like was- out, outright. It, like the the continued just the continued failings of the U.S. with that aspect of China.
0: It was an interesting time, but LeBron got right back on his horse. He passed Kobe on the all-time scoring list. Uh, he had a he had a redeeming great twenty twenty, and I am interested to see what his twenty one uh, holds, even as he enters his eighteenth year in the league, which is crazy because I remember him when he was a buck. I know.
1: I I gotta tell you, I don't see him playing meaningful minutes until. January, February. Yeah, I agree.
0: I, when? Why? I mean, they only ended the season 71 days ago. I think it's smarter than the rest. It's like, hey, if we get in the playoffs as a three-seed or a four-seed, we'll be fine. So, And also, like, kind of... Oh, go ahead.
1: Did we, did we make it to the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, okay, LeBron. That's the, LeBron doesn't care it's about That's
0: all they us. need. And also, kind of like you with the Caps, I've seen the Lakers win now. I've got... There's a long... We've got a great I mean, period. I would
1: like to see them win another. Sure. That would be great. I think, you know... I, I... Ovechkin's now... Been robbed of essentially a season and a third to to catch Gretzky.
0: True. That's also LeBron. Same thing to try to catch Kareem on the scoring list. Yeah, it's a little. Like, it's disappointing. He
1: needs he needs that game time and like let's be quite let's be quite frank about this. Ovechkin is a one way player. Right.
0: He's no he longer. Is,
1: he, he does not play
0: defense. Right. It, it works for guys like James Harden. So Ovechkin yeah. can yeah yeah.
1: You know Ovechkin, like he, he certainly plays a—he plays a small bit of defense, but like he's—he's he's still getting, he's still playing, he's still a first line guy. He's playing a lot of minutes, but eh. yeah.
0: Well, we wish them both the best as they chase records. And again, that's selfishly one of the things I hope they can stay around for a while because even with the COVID games being limited, we we want to see them break records now. We are next category, uh, Woman of the Year. You need to cut So we may not have as many no- nominees for Woman of the Year as Man of the Year, but it is not because we're chauvinistic pigs, despite what we have been often labeled as in the media. Not fair, not true. I firmly disagree. No, it's because y'all just had a great year overall. You guys picked each other up and I think that should be commended for it. Having said that, we did find some nominees for Woman of the Year that stand out. Uh, Taylor Swift, uh, similar to LeBron, got out, was very active saying, you know, have your voice heard, go out and vote. Uh, Two surprise albums, I think David, you were saying yesterday, just all over the timeline.
1: I just, the timeline is, timeline is chaos. Since Taylor put out these two records, Uh, maybe that just speaks to my very specific section of Twitter. No, I mean, I, even on my,
0: even on my gram, it's, uh, whenever she drops, it is big news. Um, Kamala Harris, again, regardless of how you, you, (laughs) big (laughs) Tunes. I miss big Shaq. My guy, he's got a frisbee. Kamala Harris, again, whether, whatever side of the political aisle you fall on first female vice president, that's a BFD. Um,
1: first, uh, first Asian American Mm -hmm. at a federal level. Yep. Uh, position as well
0: yep and first i think you were saying i say first from a historically black college right
1: to the best of my knowledge at least on a federal level yeah uh, i don't know about state but i'm sure obviously there has never been anyone from an hbcu as president and there's never been until now someone who's an hbcu grad at yeah. the vp level
0: um stacy abrams who again regardless of political aisle was very very active in getting minority votes out in georgia i mean that's you know her efforts are commendable, especially well, not
1: just minority. She was, she was talking about, you know, voter access in every County in the good, state. Good point. So, like wanting more people to vote, I don't think should be a partisan issue.
0: Right now I'm, I'm inclined to agree, but you know, that's, that's not always how the cookie crumbles.
1: The country's better when more people have their say.
0: I agree. Um, but what we have our say is the winner of woman of the year. And David, uh, I, you, you this is yours because this is a well-earned winner for woman of the year
1: uh Megan the Stallion
0: Yes I mean I'm honestly I'm not sure who else could have won even with our nominees I mean all of her, you know rose to superstar fame uh of course, took the country by storm with "WAP" her and Cardi B. Uh, I
1: would argue, I would argue that the Savage Remix. Yes, the Savage one. Remix,
0: which basically made TikTok. Uh, I mean, TikTok was already there, but you know, uh, and we'll get to TikTok later. But uh, the Savage Remix, absolutely. She covered a bunch of old songs. All for, she had a bunch of simultaneous Freestyles. and, and yeah. chart-topping hits, and first guest of the SNL musical season. Uh, she she had a She she did her hot girl shit. Uh, Three
1: consecutive number one singles.
0: That's that's pretty dope. So, uh, Megan, uh, you've done a lot of good work for just not even just women, just for the culture, society, everybody. I mean, did
1: it for did it for hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, real hip
0: hop. Um, So shout out Megan the Stallion. All right, uh, that actually transitions well into our next category, which is Song of the Year. David, I know you had a few nominees for Song of the Year.
1: Uh, Run the jewels, ooh la la.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's, it's their lead single uh, for Run the Jewels Four, which my favorite album of 2020. But you know, wow, who's surprised yeah, at that one?
0: <laughs> um, are you? I know Value with uh, Ferg was one of those. Oh.
1: Value from ASAP Ferg, uh, a big fan. Uh, Ariel from the Griswolds, uh, the Steps from Hiem. Mm -hmm. uh not sure if that came out in 19 or 20 but it was my number one song of 2020 so we're
0: also if you've listened to us we gave we gave uh you know we gave Shaba song of the year before and when it came out in 2013 and we gave it in 2018 so we are not confined by any uh norms it's
1: our song of the year it's our
0: song that's true it's our song of the year
1: not necessarily pertinent to the timeline Uh,
0: um Oh, and Bruce Springsteen's uh was Letter to you, yes.
1: Bruce Springsteen, off of his very good album uh, that came out this year. Yes. Of the same name.
0: I'm always impressed that Bruce, even though he's not it's not my kind of music, that he still goes still goes as well as he does and just has been Bruce playing. Bruce is that my content.
1: parents' age.
0: Right. That's crazy.
1: I'm, wow. Yeah.
0: That's and Bruce is still doing his thing. Uh, not that Steve Hart and uh, Beth Marchek aren't doing not his like thing. Not like that. But but you know They're not, not
1: like Bruce.
0: Not, Sorry, guys. You, you they're they're you. not there. They won't even be upset by that. Though. I would hope not. They, they, are. Know,
1: they know it's the truth. Yeah.
0: Well, they had the picture of uh, the Born to Run cover in the in the basement of the uh, old Arlington house. So correct. Um, I loved uh, What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow, and as I mentioned yesterday, I really like the remix with Tory Lanez, which. I believe came out like a day or two after it came out that he may or may not have shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot, which allegedly uh, allegedly.
1: shot Megan Thee Stallion. But
0: another reason that Megan Thee Stallion, you are woman of the year, because you uh, took it like a, you didn't have to take it like a champ, you took it like a champ, and you just decided to keep making more dope music, so good for you. Um, Eminem's No Regrets, we use that as the outro music for the Kobe episode, I loved uh, Don Tolliver's hook on that. Uh, there's another song. I'm, oh, uh, Billie Eilish's My Future was a very, very, very chill lo-fi song that I really dug this year. Even, uh, I'm going to butcher her name, but, uh, Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa, excuse me. I'm even just a couple of her songs I really enjoyed this year.
1: But if you recall last year's... <laughs> Dua Lipa gives me flashbacks. It's, it, it's, it's,
0: that's what I felt listening today at to the gym. I was like,
1: oh, that's just... no oh, traumatic. It's bad, just... Sad. Oh, oh. She did the, not actually anything really bad. She did the halftime show at the Champions League oh. that the Spurs played in and lost <laughs> to Colin's team. Uh,
0: so I
1: still have to hear about
0: oof. it. Well, all right. Well, then my apologies. We, uh, you know. No, this
1: is more just very no, pointedly direct at Colin. Yeah,
0: Colin. Uh, Colin, you, I would say come back on the show to defend yourself, but you've been on the show, so uh, you've had your chance. Now, Song of the Year. Honestly, if you listen to last year's, once Old Town Road came out, it was a wrap for Song of the Year. This year, similarly, a song that came out automatically wrapped up. The second we heard it, each of us, four minutes later, we said, well, this is Song of the Year. Took the culture by storm, memed, uh, references, imagery, all of it.
1: Lil' Kim was somehow immediately G-rated, and anyone who can G-rate Lil' mm-hmm. Kim... Yes. Yeah.
0: Huh. Let me show you what I'm all about. How I make a Sprite can disappear in my
1: mouth.
0: It made two live crew sound like Radio Disney. R.I.P. Radio Disney. Uh, we, uh, There was one, only one, real choice for Song of the Year. It is the iconic Wet Ass Pussy, a.k.a. WAP, The song that... Took America by storm, took the world by storm, and you know I can't speak to it being—I can't speak to anything other than it just made me feel things, just positive emotions. Um, what type of positive emotions? Uh, you can—that's that, up to you guys to decide. I'll let your imagination run wild. But WAP was uh, David, I think, the right choice, the only choice for song of the
1: year. WAP was. Sort of the easiest way to find out who has a very reductive view of the world.
0: Yeah, which we'll get to, and we'll get to that later. That'll be uh, we'll get more in depth. Trust me, uh, there will be plenty of WAP left in this show. Uh, oh yeah, for better or worse. Um,
1: We've only done one pass with the mop.
0: Yes. Uh, oh god. That's it's an image I didn't think I needed in my head, and really just <laughs> oof, definitely didn't need that. Um, now this is a potential. This could this could get spicy. This could get us on the internet's. Uh, this could get us some traction. People might want to even dare I say cancel us, but we're gonna go with this.
1: Speaking of yeah. Speaking of- yeah, this is a, this is this is the one.
0: Our category for virus of the year. Now look, the obvious front runner, and right? I mean we gotta say COVID nineteen. I mean shut the world down. We haven't seen anything like that in our lifetime. Um, all the all the just widespreadness of it. Uh, certainly a well-earned but by that proxy I would say the flu the flu is like LeBron now LeBron could win MVP every year they just uh, you know people just talk themselves out of it and they convince themselves that someone else should win it and I think usually rightly so but the flu every year is there and you always have to worry about the flu I think David we were saying this yesterday that it's just also like it's a matchup nightmare I think was what like you said right? Oh
1: yeah, yeah, it's a matchup nightmare. Yeah. Like not necessarily being excellent at any one position but really really good at all of them. Yes.
0: It's, it's hard to beat the flu um in more ways than one. Um Like
1: you know, think about it. it's it's hard to match up with somebody who is 6 foot 8 or 6 foot 9. And like 240 pounds, and very mm. quick with a 40, you know, like a 30 something inch vertical. Like, okay,
0: let have fun with that. That's that's the flu. Every every game, putting up numbers every year, uh, just does it. Um, and David, uh, something near and dear to your heart, kind of, sort of, uh, another virus of the year contender is uh, your Fucking old QAnon. Yeah, your old buddies. <laughs> God,
1: it's just it gets stupider and stupider. And I'm just, I'm so mad at myself for not true, for for thinking that it wasn't going to go mainstream.
0: Oh, David, you naive boy. You naive boy. (sighs)
1: Yes. We've got two members of the, we've got two, two federal level representatives who have openly supported Q statements. Um, which is pretty wild. That's pretty wild, but, you know,
0: it's, uh, it's, it's where the culture is, I suppose. Um, QAnon, a well-earned, if not unfortunate, nominee for Virus of the Year. I mean, I guess there are no winners in this category, really.
1: There are no winners.
0: Well, and speaking of that, of course, it's much like the flu, could be a nominee for Virus of the Year every year. P.J. Anderson. Um, and David, why would we nominate P.J. Anderson for Virus of the Year? Because he is a habitual line stepper. He's a habitual line stepper. <laughs> yes, exactly, P.J. Uh, you know what you did, and but the winner for virus of the year. This is, as David said yesterday, this is uh, uh, Virginia losing. Who did Virginia lose to in the tournament? I'm sorry, the 16. UMBC. UMBC. This is UMBC beating Virginia, David. Uh, this is you have the honor of the virus of the year
1: coming out of bite Dance in China, TikTok.
0: TikTok, uh, the social media platform that David and I both agreed we were just too old for. We just said we were...
1: Not even so much too old, just just not interested. Yeah, also... Just just, don't, just, just. Vine was a sensory overload for me, so I imagine TikTok will be much the same, and I, nope, no thank you.
0: And uh, you know, that's, TikTok, you are obviously blowing up right now, you are spreading like wildfire, but much like a lot of things that spread like wildfire... Not a pleasant welcome in some households. I I just admitted a long time ago. I said, "All right, I'm not going to be able to have a TikTok." That's I thought that for a while about Instagram, but TikTok, no, that'll that'll pass me by. So, congratulations, TikTok. You are one of the biggest upsets in Undie history. Uh, this also
1: we're just washed.
0: I hate to admit it, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, no, we're absolutely washed. I've gotten years ago. I realized, oh, I just. I don't listen to as much new music. I kind of stick to my own guns. <laughs> I just—I I have had a bad lower back for three years now. Um, I was like, uh, I'm losing my hair. Uh, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just a wash boy. But uh, anyway, this is supposed to be an uplifting show. Uh, next award: sports moment of the year.
1: Sports, 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 sports,
0: sports. And David, I know you had a couple of uh, soccer ones at Liverpool.
1: Yeah, Liverpool winning Champions League for the first time in 30 years. um, By Munich, sort of walking through uh, the Champions League in really just overwhelming fashion.
0: Yeah, and uh, by that, sort of, and like by Liverpool, the Dodgers won for the first time in 32 years, the Chiefs won for the first time in 50 years. Oof, that's a lot. And the, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Ning, the fact that for a sport as physical as hockey, they had to shut down for four months, four and a half months, and uh-huh. Ning were able to come back in, ran through the playoffs, won yeah. their, I believe, second Stanley Cup ever.
1: The yeah, second Stanley Cup ever. This one's been a long time coming. Uh, they've been,
0: they've been. I, I even I know they've been really good for a while, but they lost last year, even though they had one of the best records of all time in the regular season, right?
1: best regular season record i'm not i'm not sure about most points but most uh not like most goals scored but they definitely had the most points uh in an nhl season and you know that's just they've got an embarrassment of riches they've got a bunch of guys who were all very very good who are taking home count home team discounts because uh you know florida's got no income tax and Hockey players, more than I think any other sport, are like, my stuff's here.
0: It's it's pretty impressive, but not quite as impressive as, again, we knew where this was going. Sports moment of the year was the Los Angeles Lakers uh, giving one underemployed producer co-host a brief respite of happiness in what has been a rough patch for him. Uh, he gave frankly, they gave the world when the world needed happiness the most, the world got behind the Los Angeles Lakers and said, "We support, we rise with, we overcome, we play, we emerge victorious."
1: To down we, ratings
0: we are i that doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, it just means that more people were crying so much they had to turn off their television set out of sheer. Emotional overload. Um, it means that the Los Angeles Lakers won their first title in ten years, tied them for the Boston Celtics with the most ever, and just brought America happiness again. and And that means a lot, you know. I mean, this is a country that really needed a boost this year, and I think seeing not Deion Waiters, uh, he doesn't deserve any credit, but you no, know, most of the Lakers. Play a part in, in a great moment, uh, David. I don't know about you, but that was one of the highlights of my life was seeing uh, was, was seeing that beautiful moment on my television screen. Uh, I'm assuming you agree with me. Thank you, David. All right, next category. <clears throat> Sorry, I've got a <clears throat> something in my throat. Um. All right, so Beef of the Year, uh, another classic, um, famously given the first one to PJ Anderson versus the Underemployed podcast, and it was well-deserved. Beef of the Year. Um,
1: it's not one-sided. but yeah,
0: One of our most beloved categories, it is sort of in the spine of this show where we just can't get enough of some hot celebrity goss and some hot celebrity jabs. Uh, David, some good nominees this year.
1: I let's just let's just think about past beefs of the year, and yeah. what they have amounted to. Mostly bullying Drake into admitting he has a child. You are hiding a child, let that boy come home. Which, I
0: mean, that's pretty fucking intense, man. I mean, that's pretty bold. And I don't even think that won Beef of the Year because PJ Anderson, again, emerged and soared over it. And he won Beef of the Year for his interaction with us. I Drake
1: mean- should have heeded that warning. Pushers from Virginia, ain't yeah. shit it to do, do but cook. Pack it up, it up sell it triple price, price, fuck the books. books.
0: And, you know, there have been so many great beefs over the years. And this year, no different. You know, a lot of it, maybe not as much in the rap game, but plenty of it overall. One that we just talked about, and I had sort of forgot, but David was right about this. Uh, the Houston Astros, who went from a beloved upstart little franchise that kind of won the world over because they won the 2017 world series after the hurricane.
1: I would almost describe them as lovable losers.
0: Yeah. Cause for, for the early part of the last decade, they were really bad, had to rebuild. They couldn't get advertisers in the stadium.
1: Also like new ownership who was cheap. <laughs>
0: he kind of was for a while. Yeah. And, and then, but their plan worked. Yeah. Then they lost the 2019 world series to the Washington nationals, which as I've mentioned before was Purely because David insisted of the outro music for, I think, episode 33 be the... Uh, was it Chuck Brown Band? hmm Let's go. You know, go, Nats go. Natsko. So,
1: uh, yeah, the harbinger of it all. It was. I mean, you're welcome. The Washington Nationals winning the World Series was the last good thing on this planet. So... And that actually is <laughs> kind of true.
0: Um, and then... And then it came out that the Houston Astros were uh, pervasive, habitual
1: cheaters cheaters
0: uh to the degree that even in sports where cheating is sort of like
1: well because I, I remember i remember we we talked about like at what point do you cross the line from yeah. like gamesmanship to cheating and, and the astros it's,
0: definitely crossed it
1: well it's gamesmanship when both of you can do it it's yeah. cheating when only one of you can
0: yeah and the astros were going way above and beyond for sign stealing So the Astros, um, but it ended up being okay with the Astros because they played a year where until the NLCS and the World Series, there were no fans in baseball stadiums. Well, I mean, they played like a couple weeks of spring training, but... um,
1: I think it's still going to follow them. I think it's going to follow them for a few years. Yeah, I know.
0: And it will for a while.
1: To to the very very least until the sort of like core of players is gone.
0: I, I agree with you. So they're a strong nominee for Beef of the Year because the sports world turned on them quickly. Ah, uh, political side. David had reminded me of this. Uh, AOC versus Ted Cruz. I would argue not...
1: mostly just Twitter?
0: Yes, because uh, AOC is a huge presence on on the Twitter
1: Twitter you would you would think that Ted Cruz would have figured that out at this point. like yeah. why re- why any Republican bothers try to come for AOC on Twitter? Yeah because, that, like that's her home social turf. media social like Twitter as a as a platform tends to skew more. Socially liberal Facebook is tends to skew more conservative. Right. So like, yeah. Ted Cruz really wanted to go after he'd go after her on Facebook. I, I, He's going after her on Twitter. It's like, like some sort of glutton for punishment. It
0: is. It's exactly right. Why go after the Beehive? It's like why go after?
1: But I mean, what more do you expect from a man who simps for somebody else who insulted his wife and daughter? Or again, his wife and husband. Again, I can't really com- wife and father. I, I wow.
0: can't I can't comment on that. I I just I you know I'm gonna stay out of that. But you know. Uh, and uh, the last one, though, it is, in the vein of this show, uh, David, the true beef of the year.
1: Playoffs versus P.
0: Now let's give some context. Uh, we've talked about it before on the show. Paul George, uh, you know, star Great player. player. Very, very, player. absolutely. All, Multiple-time All-Star, talented two-way player. Um, you know, had a lot of success early on for the Indiana Pacers. Got to the Conference Finals a couple of times.
1: Gold medal
0: winner. Gold medal winner. Um, came back from a horrific injury to kind of really get back in shape. I always admire that. However, when it comes to playoff time, Paul George, for most of his career, um, not a shrinking violet. That's a great. That's a very polite way of saying it. He 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 wilts. Then, in a surprise, in what can only be described as a surprising move, a couple of years ago when he was on the Oklahoma City Thunder, Paul George gave himself. The nickname, and that's what's key. He gave himself the nickname of Playoff P, possibly the least z- deserved nickname in the history of sports nicknames. And there are a lot of contenders in that category. But Paul George, the problem is Kobe Bryant gave himself the nickname Black Mama and lived up to it. You're welcome. It's a risky move to give yourself your own nickname because Kevin Durant... LeBron James gave himself
1: the nickname King James.
0: And it worked. lived up to it. Um, Kevin Durant tried The Servant and no one thought that was a good nickname. Um, The
1: best nickname for Kevin Durant is The Durantula.
0: I actually like Slim Reaper, but both of them are very good. Um, But Durant thought The Servant was a better nickname and people universally went, "Uh, no, no, no. So so if you're going to give yourself your own... Go ahead.
1: Criticism for the sports media. Start giving players nicknames again.
0: That what happened to the 70s and 80s when everyone was given their nickname? Yeah, come on, bro.
1: Let's. Uh, Brad Marchand calling himself the little like he's not creative enough to call, come up come up with the little ball of hate. A journalist <laughs> gave him that nickname, and it's great. If that you, is an all time great nickname, it, the little ball of
0: hate. If you're going to give yourself a nickname, you better live up to it. Paul George gave himself the nickname Playoff P. And then
1: primetime gave himself that nickname.
0: Yes. Deion Sanders backed up to it, it up and Paul George in the playoffs got even worse after he gave himself the nickname playoff Pete to the point where this year, uh, David provides some, so the Clippers were coming in as big title favorites, right?
1: I mean, the Clippers were the one seed in the West, uh, th- they won the series against the Lakers in the regular season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think second best record in the NBA behind the historic Bucks.
0: I, I believe by the way the Lakers were the one seed, but the Clippers were the two. Like they were still like I believe, but they were right there. If they're not, you know, I, I think yeah. it was the Lakers were the one. Yeah, I'm. But the Clippers were right there.
1: If if they weren't, yeah, exactly. If the Clippers weren't one. They were two. Um, and you know, it's just really. Outstanding performances in the regular season from Kawhi Leonard, as you would expect. Paul George played really well, which you would expect. the 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 bench seemed really locked in. You had you know uh, Trez doing yeah. what he normally does and just being a being an agitator. Uh, same thing with Patrick Beverly.
0: Yeah. Oh my, God, oh my God. God. That's a whole other discussion for a whole other podcast. But uh, ah, he um, So the Clippers in All the
1: league trash
0: and. Uh, and and I think the league reveled in him failing, which was funny because the players oh, were up. Um But so the Clippers in the second round against the Denver Nuggets were up three games to one in a best of seven, and looked to have it locked. Except they lost Game Five, and they, they didn't lost, think
1: to double team the best passing center in the in the game.
0: And then they didn't learn from their mistakes because they lost Game Six, and then Jamal oh,
1: Murray did go on a heater.
0: That is true. It was unexpected. As as a Laker fan, I can attest, that boy can play. But um, Game 7, Clippers had a big lead, like a 15-point lead. And and then their two-star players just absolutely crapped the bed in the second half.
1: And here's the thing with Kawhi. You know, yeah, he crapped the bed in that half, but that's like the worst half he played in the whole series. And
0: he's a two-time champion and a two-time Finals MVP. You get a little more slack. You get a little, you know, he still deserves some some. Crack, I think it's but...
1: the only. I think it was the only the only half in that series where he where he went scoreless. So like, look, he was probably gassed.
0: And Paul George, in what is supposed to be one of the most defining moments of his life, ten points, four rebounds, two assists. He either went. or 0-4, I think 10, in the second half, encapsulated by his last shot, a corner three when the Clippers were just trying to get any desperation thing to get back in the game. And it promptly got nothing but the side of the backboard. And there fell the hopes and dreams once again of the Los Angeles Clippers, the perennially worst franchise in the history of the NBA. They failed again. And Paul George... Once again, proved why you can't give yourself your own nickname if you're going to look like an ass. And David, as well, you
1: can't give you can't give yourself, especially like a specific time period. Yes, Nick. Like I like
0: if Reggie Jackson had called himself Mister October and then hit 160 while striking out every at bat, that's not a good look for Reggie Jackson. That's not you know. But he
1: like yeah, I mean, I guess he's he's the first one who you think of with that.
0: Yeah. But you're right. If you're going to give yourself a time frame nickname, live up to the you time better, frame.
1: You better perform in that time frame. So,
0: David, you are right. The winner for B for the year has to be playoffs VP because he just... Yeah. But congratulations, Paul George, on your max contract. Uh, I'm sure that'll work out for the Clippers. Oh, yeah! Next category.
1: So what you're saying is Kawhi leaves after his two years done.
0: Yeah, but... Quiz move. Um, the the next move, uh, the next category, I should say. Guest of the year, um, kind of problem. We only had two guests this year. Uh, both great. Both people I have admired professionally, personally. Uh, the GOZ for our two Outcast bracket episodes, and uh, Brittany Morgan for our Brittany Morgan episode. And I like the dichotomy. it's a mix again, uh, Brittany does not care at all for hip hop and GOz has forgotten more about hip hop than I've ever known. Black man, white woman
1: um, has a- the distinction of being our only return guest
0: Yes, technically he is he's on two episodes uh, that'll I'm, I'm a small spoiler. I believe that'll change in the upcoming year. We'll look forward to that. Um, but it was such a jam-packed episode we had to make it a, a, a deuce and um, I just like the kind of matchup in this. However, as we've said on the show, we are petty boys, and here's why the GOZ is great as he is. Smart smart man, admirable man, good person. About a year ago, I had asked him, because he's an artist and a talented artist, if he could make new podcast art for Underemployed, because the cover art we have is awful. I just made it on a whim when we started the podcast. <laughs>
1: It's clip art. It's legit
0: clip art. It still has when the E in underemployed was capitalized. I didn't think it was a real word at the time. It needs it's needed to be changed for a long time. And I had some ideas for him, and he was down for it because I was going to pay him significant American monies. It still hasn't happened yet. So, GOZ, I'm sorry. But until we get that, you are not our winner for Guest of the Year. Also, as I like to remind people, Brittany got me my job. So Brittany Morgan, congratulations. A well-earned winner as Underemployed Guest of the Year. So many great stories from that um, encouraging talk her father gave her when she was young and coming of age. I I guess that's a way to describe it. Uh, Yeah, that's one way. Uh, To her desire, her, her training to be a professional wrestler, uh, to what has motivated her throughout the years. Um, a tremendous guest, a tremendous person. Um, I am lucky to work with her, and I guess I also feel slightly obliged to give her guest of the year for all these reasons, but, you know, sorry, GOZ. Uh, you were you're a great guest, but we need that cover art. Uh, come holla at us. Next category, Player Hater of the Year. If you've never seen Chappelle's show, you should. If you have, hopefully you have seen the Player Haters Ball, which, David, can you just give a brief, like, summary of the Player Haters Ball?
1: I, I, I don't feel at all pre- equipped to describe the, the glory of that scene, Jack. I think it, that, that responsibility belongs to you.
0: It's, it's kind of a parody of the, player ball, the Player's Ball, which was when pimps would kind of gather from all across the country in Chicago. But in the gist of this scene, it's Dave Chappelle and Donnell Rawlings and Patrice O'Neill and Charlie Murphy wearing outlandish outfits and just hating on each other. They just insult each other. They play games where they insult celebrities, including one famous line about Rosie O'Donnell. She wears underwear with dick holes in them. And a line about P. Diddy. That makes me. La- that is so weird that it makes me laugh every single time I watch it. it looks like Malcolm X before converted to Islam. Every single time. But um, so it's one of our favorite sketches of a show that David and I both think is one of the best TV shows of all time. Our David's dad also thinks it's hilarious. We quote it. We inevitably end up quoting Player Hitters Ball when we're around your dad together. It's terrific. So. Their main award is Player Hater of the Year, and we decided this year we should go that route. Um, appropriate enough, actually, Dave Chappelle could be a nominee for Player Hater of the Year because David...
1: Is, in fact, a nominee for yeah. Player Hater of the Year.
0: And, and why would that be, David?
1: Uh, because he told people not to watch his show on any streaming platforms because he wouldn't get paid for it.
0: And so Netflix and HBO Max took it off. And again, I'm not we're not saying that it's not a just reason, but it's, it's it is a clear player hater of the year nominee. And I mean, again, I, I salute Dave Chappelle for sticking to his guns, but it's very much a it's a very true in the spirit of Silky Johnson. He just asked he said uh, don't like David said, he said don't watch it. They took it off and that worked. Um, but David, there is and I'll let David handle this uh, for reasons you'll understand in a second. Um, there's one There's really
1: only one nominee.
0: And what would that be, David?
1: The award begrudgingly has to go to Donald Trump and reality.
0: Yep. Um, That's as far as I'm willing to go. But uh, congratulations to the President of the United States for your win and the Underemployed Awards. Um, Hot take of the year. This is also one that defines...
1: The the era that we now live in. Yes. Like every every everybody's a hot take factory.
0: Yeah. We initially.
1: Any and everything is a hot takery. And we we. That very was much- one, of the, one of the initial ideas. One of the initial, na- uh, initial names for the podcast was yeah. the hot Takeery.
0: Yeah, and we – because initially – and we, I sort of moved away from this, but my idea was just I would say things that I don't believe, but just for the sake of hot takes. And I realized, ah, I don't want this following me. So <laughs> for a few reasons, but um, –
1: Because it's a short-lived gimmick. We've all seen exactly. what happens to Skip Bayless when he goes to another network and thinks that he can continue to just make hot takes. Exactly.
0: Um, so hot take of the year one of the nominees has to be aforementioned Tiger King, Carol Baskin uh, killing her first husband, which, uh, David, what was our official stance on the show? Maybe. Everything was fine, just as sweet as wine, but her husband wouldn't disappeared. But then it got a little crazy, got a little hazy, and the cops said there's something wrong. Yeah. yeah. We're not saying, not saying definitively anything. It's not our job. That's the legal Look,
1: we're not We're not saying it didn't happen. We're not saying it did. I'm yeah. just saying all the pieces are there. Yeah,
0: there's, there's definitely evidence to suggest that it happened, but even if it didn't, we're not saying it did. Uh, we avoid liability. Um, the next one, the aforementioned, often-mentioned WAP. Um, when, David, what was the hot take revolving WAP this year from certain corners uh, of the country? That
1: somehow WAP was demeaning to women and, like laughing at the concept of female empowerment because women chose to openly proclaim the sexual... Co- openly proclaim their sexual conquests. Yes,
0: and, you know, I, uh... Um, How dare they? Exactly. Look, I'm not in a position, technically Have they speaking, not
1: ever heard ice cream? Watch these rat niggas get all up in your guts. Prince vanilla, butter, pecan, chocolate deluxe. Even caramel sundaes is getting touched. They scooped in my ice cream truck. it up. Have
0: have they not heard most rap songs? Yeah, <laughs> we sort of were getting away with it for a long time. So yes, I'm not in a position to say whether women sh- how Just women should two feel. True Live about Crew in general. It. Yes, <laughs> a lot of you know a lot of music for a span of you know time. Look, I'm not in a position to say what how women should be feeling. Um, I wish I were because you know no, uh, but it's. Uh, yeah, that was a very much a hot take to say that women should or shouldn't be feel empowered about WAP. It's like, ah, eh, you know, what? that's a it's kind of their call if they feel that way. I
1: I appreciated WAP for the puns and the like. Yeah, very like, Meg and Cardi are both great as one-liner rappers.
0: And so a song that and just that, plays like that. that yeah.
1: song is them just like pop, 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 pop. like you got, you yeah. just got to keep up, and it's really funny it's a, fun, it's a yeah. very funny song
0: that's exactly right and so it's like hey just have fun with it man the country as a whole said yes to it just enjoy it i
1: don't want to spit i want to go i want to gag i want to joke i want to touch that little dangly thing that's swinging the back of my throat the
0: actual hot take of the year is sort of a bummer but it's it's really it's again it's kind of the most it's the one runaway winner. this is
1: a hot take i i can recall saying to you uh, in March... I definitely said it to you. <laughs> ...was like, look, all right, we just... Everybody's just going to wear masks, and we're going to stay inside for, like, two months, and this will all be over.
0: And look, again, we're not... We said this yesterday, uh, the last time we were um, We're not getting into the minutiae of, like, you know, what could it All that, because it's, yeah. abo- it's sort of above us. Above our pay grade. But look, the overwhelming majority of us, when this first happened in the middle of March, were told we thought went with the idea that look few weeks just tough it out and we'll get back and for whatever you know again all where it's now december 21st when we're recording this and it's life
1: not. has uh found a way yes
0: life really just fucking just threw a kept throwing curveballs at us however let's end on a more positive note with that uh because Moderna approved their vaccine. Uh, We expect at least one, maybe two vaccines at the end of January. uh, Pfizer already approved theirs a few weeks ago. The end is inside. As I said yes, last time we recorded. There is now light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel is just all... Light's
1: a long way away, but there's light.
0: And the tunnel was so much longer than we thought it would be. (laughs) It's like we expected to be in that tunnel for, oh, I don't know four weeks, six weeks. That's a it's, a it's been a nine and a half month long tunnel. But we will power through and we will overcome. Speaking of overcoming, uh, now normally our main squeeze, our head honcho, our big kahuna, big prize, top dog would be podcast of the year. And I was talking to David about this. We, you know, underemployed had a down year, uh, you know, going through uh, depression or whatever uh, and going a long time without recording episodes and, you know, recording them, all that. We didn't feel right nominating ourselves for podcast of the year. Um, We're, at the end of the day, we are humble people and we don't just award ourselves and we don't earn it.
1: We are humble men. We are.
0: However, because we are not nominated for podcast of the year. We want to make it very clear, David. Uh, what were we doing with Podcast of the Year?
1: It ain't happening.
0: It ain't happening. None of you get nominated for Podcast of the Year. If we if we can't have it, no one can have it. Um, so maybe next year. Better luck next year, everybody. But no. You, you get none of us. However, we do have one more. Um, normally we would do In memoriam. It, it kind of felt a little tacky this year. So we wanted to give out... The first ever Underemployed Lifetime Achievement Award. And David, our first recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award is well-earned and well-deserved.
1: Absolutely. Uh, This is somebody for whom the the branches of pop culture are pretty intensely connected and intertwined. Mm -hmm. Someone who has made an indelible mark on the zeitgeist and has brought joy and laughter and and comfort to to millions
0: and it crosses generations you know it's um it is someone who has not only brought joy to David and myself similar age range even though David's older um but also David's father who normally might not be on the same pop culture wavelength as David and myself and that speaks to a true deserving winner So the first ever recipient for the Underemployed Lifetime Achievement Award is Humpty Hump for the famous 1989-1990 single, The Humpty Dance. A beloved song throughout America, well-earned. The stories of, throughout the song, of him overcoming his disgusting, freakishly looks and still saying, no, I still get busy because I am Humpty hump
1: yeah I a fat look at me I'm skinny and stop me from getting
0: busy that's not a message anyone can get behind I don't know what is
1: and somehow wearing a white coonskin skin cap
0: yes he, he with his disgusting freakish nose
1: uh, that quite fetching blazer
0: that, that is, I will agree with that that's a that's a hot blazer that anymore and you know what it didn't matter because guess what he still found time to get busy in a Burger King bathroom or as David would say, making the beast with two backs in a Burger King bathroom. I
1: once got busy in a Burger King bathroom.
0: And that's what makes this country great, is that you overcome your flaws and you still reach the zenith of life, which I guess in this case, again, is having intercourse in a fast food restaurant bathroom, but that's besides the point. Um, So congratulations to Humpty Hump, all of Digital Underground, you guys' well-earned award. David, that is a wrap for the third annual Undies. Uh we uh normally would end on a sort of year in review kind of positive outlook uh i think for both of us this was a rough year (laughs) so maybe we won't but uh we're not gonna force it we're not but you know uh 2021 will in all likelihood be a lot better and that's what we're gonna look forward to we're gonna keep powering on and even in spite of that, Dave and I still have fun moments. I got uh, to see him for the first time in over a year. Uh, that was awesome, because he and Bethany are such great people to be around, um, even if they beat me in Mario Party, and I'm slightly, uh...
1: He had a hot meal for the first time in how long?
0: Uh, um, something that wasn't micro, yeah, it's... Unless I, other than when the times I go home to visit my parents, uh, yes, it felt nice to have people who voluntarily wanted to cook real food for me. That was a nice change of pace for my normal diet. Uh, and I thank you for that great, uh, greatly. And, you know, I think 2021, 2021 will have a lot more moments like that. And hopefully going forward, uh, you know, we'll have a good year on the podcast. So, uh, David, I appreciate you riding out this weird crazy year with uh, with me and picking me up when I need it.
1: It's a long, strange, beautiful journey. I agree. Got it it best to do it with friends.
0: Absolutely. Uh, If we don't see you guys, uh, the next time we see you might be the third year or third anniversary special. Until then, be safe. Take care,
1: (laughs) y'all.
0: Uh, for anyone worried about where that money is going, uh, don't worry about it. That's between me and David. Um, it's our money. Uh, so if you don't know how... how do we want it now. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. It's my money and I need it now. It's my money and I need it now. Shut the fuck up. Are you ready for, for the undies? <sighs> as
1: long as they're gold plated.
0: They always are and they always will be. Even, even with the financial hit that Underemployed took this year. Again, we normally uh, are able to profitize a lot off our name, and because of the pandemic and a lot of things, we uh, we operated on a budget this year. But less, shoe string. L- okay. less, less do you think? And the biggest part of that shoestring was the fact that these awards are still gold plated, and that, they always will be.
1: Music videos. Some could you could make the argument best guest of the SNL.
0: Seat. She, but she was very good. Um, oh wait, you can't say that because Bruce Springsteen was on the last SNL. Yeah, I know how much it, I know how much you love Bruce.
1: It was. It was.
0: I get I get, I get that. So, Megan, congratulate he,
1: he didn't pick the best songs for SNL. What,
0: I thought a lot of people said he should have done uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which is one of his famous Christmas songs. But uh, Yeah,
1: I think, you know, he wanted to do stuff from the new album. The new album is good. Um, but the conversation for another time. I was going to say, what's
0: so great about uh, somehow we managed to make the Woman of the Year conversation about Bruce Springsteen, because, you know, at the end of the day, we are sexist. But congratulations to Megan Thee the Stallion. We are pigs. <laughs> we are horrible, chauvinistic pigs. Congratulations to Megan Thee Stallion. Again, well
1: earned. You dared to dream.
0: I you dreamed a dream. I, 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 I got to say this. Mr. Mr. President, and you know how much I respect you, Barack Obama. What? Not on your, summer, on your Song of the Year playlist that you just released? Really? Really? Okay, sure. Coward. What a coward. Yeah, that's right. Former President Barack Obama, we're calling you out. All right. Come on the podcast and defend yourself. We'll be glad to have you. You're promoting, you're on literally every other show right now promoting your book. So just come on ours. Um, we'll ask some questions. Yeah, we'll ask some questions.
1: We <laughs> might not like all of them. Yeah.
0: It's mostly going to be why it wasn't WAP on your song of the year list, actually, because we're just such assholes. Um, I'll be honest. This wasn't a, co- it was like WAP. There's no contest. Um,
1: Deion
0: Waiters sitting no, on the bench. Nope, no, I, I refuse to acknowledge that he's an NBA champion. Beef of the year, also another good nominee. I would say Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. I mean, that's a pretty, yes. that's a famous, infamous beef of attempted murder.
1: Everyone, that was the.
0: We'll the get conversation.
1: to conversation. We'll get to it in
0: a little bit, but uh, yes, we uh, when the pandemic it came out right as the pandemic began, we thought, well, well, we got a few weeks inside. Uh, this will be yeah. fun entertainment, and it was fun entertainment. Um, Still referenced around the uh the studio where I work quite a bit. It's still a wonderful thing. So i Z, I'm calling you out. Bomb, Bomb, Bob, Bomb. Hey, 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 hate. Hey, 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 And poss- possibly the encapsulation of that WAP hot take was a certain commentator.
1: Uh goodness. We One Ben, aka three foot ten inches to Yuma. A.K.A. Tiny Tyson, A.K.A. Fast, raps Faster Than Snow, A.K.A. Whiter Than Snow, A.K.A. Dorkier Than Snow, A.K.A. Mr. Bootcut Jeans and Running Shoes Himself, Shapiro.
0: And how did he describe WAP, David?
1: A wet-ass P-word. That's exact. that's all you need to know. That's just, come on. Yeah, you effin' with some wet-ass P-word. P-word is female genitalia. Uh, it's like it's like that woman who listens to Christian radio who somehow heard Vince Staples' North North on XM and made a teary-eyed video about it.
0: I did not know that existed, and I'm disappointed it exists. How do you accidentally listen to North North? That's not that a, was his point. I was gonna say that's not exactly, That's not on the pop set. I remember, you know, I remember North North.
1: That.
0: We will have the biggest blowout on the awards you've ever seen in your life. Just for you people. For you people. We do this show for. Us, but also you people. This is also mostly a Vanity Project.
1: You and I want you to put, include this afterwards yeah. as a, a little, bonus clip. little bonus clip. What rapper currently active would you want to see cover the Humpty Hump the most?
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, who would I want to cover the Humpty Hump. For some reason, Danny Brown came to mind and I don't know why. I don't know why, but Danny Brown was the first thing that popped into my mind. I don't even know that much of his music. Uh, Danny
1: Brown's a good
0: one.
1: uh, I'm thinking I have a couple that I'm just going to throw out there. Go for it. ASAP Ferg.
0: Ferg would kill a cover of the Humpty Hump, of the the Humpty Dance. Um, Absolutely. 100%. Link. That could work. Um... Hmm, Who's a more I'm trying to think of some either meme rappers or some like kick, some kind of off the wall rappers that could do that? Um, I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like weird eccentric guys now that could. I mean, a lot of guys are weird and eccentric, but guys I would actually want to hear cover the Humpty Hump. Yeah, Megan. You know what? I will say this: Megan Thee Stallion covers old songs all the time. I'm not saying that she would be the best at covering the Humpty Hump. But I could see her doing a cover of the Humpty Hump. <laughs> you know. You'd give it a whirl. I'd give it a whirl. And plus it would be Megan, I'd be like, I'd enjoy this. Plus your music
1: video would be very like over-the-top sexual. So I'd be like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. So It's an over-the-top sexual song. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, stop what you're doing. Because I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you are used to. I look funny. But yo, I'm making money, see. So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town. And my sound's laid down by the underground. I drink a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. Pronounced with the umpty. Yo, ladies. Oh, how I like to funk.